0: Thank you for tuning in to the King's Kid podcast with author Matt Alberton. Each episode will include Matt sharing basic practical truths or deep theological insights. We hope this podcast will contribute to your formation as a son or daughter of the King. Please keep in mind the audio quality may vary since these podcasts are spontaneously recorded on multiple devices. The King's Kid is brought to you by Wayhouse Media. Don't forget to subscribe and thanks again for tuning in. Hey guys, well, I wanted to briefly just talk about something that happened over the weekend and it's just on my mind as I've been thinking about it and replaying it over my mind. Um, I, I think that it might um, make you think through this too simultaneously with me. Because really, I'm just trying to get something out that, that's that's in my mind, and I need to speak it out, if that makes any sense. Um, and maybe you're thinking some similar things yourself. So, you know, my wife and I have been watching church from our living room online, you know, for the past 15 months. Uh, we joined Woodland Hills Community. They're based out of St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, they call it uh, being a... prop a uh, pod-rishner instead of a parishioner, you're a pod-rishner because it started out as like uh, you would listen in on their podcasts and all of that, but now we just listen in from our living room uh, live streaming. So anyways, yeah, we're pod uh for that church, but yesterday um, we decided to watch a different service, uh, our old church where we used to attend all the time, it is a huge mega church in DFW area. And really, it's probably top three or four biggest churches in America. It's called Gateway Church out of South Lake, Texas. And we used to attend, we used to love it. Um, and yeah, it really still has a lot of bright spots. So there's a lot of good things there. Um, some things I don't agree with. But we decided to check it out. Um, because this weekend, my uh, my wife... Um, wanted to hear Joyce Meyer, and Joyce Meyer spoke at Gateway um, on Sunday. So we we tuned in to to that church, and, you know, my wife really liked Joyce Meyer, and of course, when I just say her name, um, some of you are going to have some kind of gut reaction to that name, and it might be you've seen some clips of her and things that she has said that were off theologically, something that might bother you. Um, and I get it. I've, I've heard some things and seen some clips and all of that as well. And those things kept me from really listening to really listening to her much before anyways. But my wife has always been a a fan of hers. And, you know, I think she related to some of her stories. Um, uh, some of the stories from, from Joyce Meyer's past childhood, um, the way that she's able to forgive is, uh, really Christ like. And if you hear her story, I think you'll be blessed. So but anyway, man, I, I going in, I, I didn't really have a lot of expectations. My expectations weren't very high. I was just kinda like, Man, I would love I wish we were watching the church we normally do, but at the same time, um, you know, let's see what Joyce Meyer has to say. And this is a church we used to go to, so let's see what they're doing. I gotta be honest with you. Um initially I was really, really bothered. And it wasn't because of Joyce Meyer. It was because it was a full crowd and no masks, no social distancing. I guarantee you that probably at least half of those people weren't, haven't been vaccinated just because the nature of this area and the nature of, you know, the people that would go to that church, the kind of demographic. Um. So yeah, I, uh, that really bothered me when i when they're showing the crowd and all these flashes and blah 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 and yeah and people are worshiping, people are praising God, but for some reason there's something holding me back from getting anything out of it and I experienced this before uh, in the last few months, you know uh, I don't know if any of you like and appreciate Maverick City music, you know their Maverick City worship. They uh, put out a lot of uh, new music on YouTube. And the last couple of years, really, they've been putting out a lot. Um, and I really liked, a, I really love a lot of their songs. I've got some songs on my phone, I, some of them on my playlist on YouTube, and things like that. Uh, I think they're a really anointed group. Um, they have some affiliations with some groups like Bethel that I don't agree with a lot of what they do theologically. But. When you hear the sincere hearts of true worship, you can appreciate that. And of course, I'm just speaking of worship as far as praise and worship. Um, I'm not speaking of like a a life worship. Um, So I know one of you guys out there listening were thinking in your head you wanted to correct me on that. Well, worship isn't just singing. Yeah, I I get that. Not what I'm saying. Um, But yeah, no, I, I liked Maverick City. But they've been putting some stuff out recently as well where they're just crammed into a room there's like a 100 of them 200 of them no mask no social distancing you know shoulder width from one another and well shoulder to shoulder really um and that bothered me man i haven't been able to really connect with their music lately and i don't know what it is part of me thinks it's uh there's not as much anointing on them because they're not (laughs) you know they're not uh doing the things that the way that God would want them to do it. But, you know, how can I make a call like that? You know, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's a combination. I don't know. This is part of me just getting it all out there. Same similar thing was happening as I was watching church. Um, Initially, as I was getting up there, I'm just thinking, man, how are people going to get out of something, out of something when they're just so clearly just living their life selfishly and that that's what my thought is um you know my my thoughts my frustrations just bubble up my my human nature of wanting to look down on someone uh look down on other people because of their decisions because they're just in my mind they're just so foolish but they don't see it that way they don't see it that way at all they think that i'm foolish for getting the vaccine, or I'm foolish for wearing a mask, or I'm foolish foolish for social distancing. And I think the reality is that only one of us are right. And of course, I'd like to think that I am. But I'm trying to think of how God views this, right? Because I think that he would want us to love others. And so that's why I've chosen to get my vaccine. That's why I've chosen to get to wear a mask is I'm trying to, if I have this comprehensive outlook of scripture and how we apply it to our day, um, there's, there's different ways, there's different ways we're going to apply it. Um, and for me, that's how I'm applying it. I think a lot of the Christians would agree with me and a lot would think I'm nuts and I, I don't, I don't know why, but they do. So if a lot of those people are at gateway, but it, it just naturally bothers me. I'm like, oh my gosh, can you believe them? That's, that's how I'm thinking in my head, right? I, I'm, I'm just trying to get this out. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, can you believe them? And man, I just feel like the the spirit has been putting something on my heart lately, where I just have absolutely no right to look down on anyone. And isn't that kind of the core of why, w- when Jesus says that when you've lusted after someone, you've committed adultery with them in your heart? Is, isn't that the kind of the point of that, to say? It's not just the adultery; it's the lust, which means we've all broken that. And maybe there's one or two percent of us that haven't broken the lust category. Well, so what? If you have any hate in your heart, you've broken that commandment of, of of murder. And I think what he's what he's what Jesus is getting at here is he's saying we're none of us are in the clear. You know, we've got the plank in our own eye. We have that plank, and. As Paul would say, and I, I've described... I must have said this two or three times on my podcast before. If we can think of ourselves, as Paul did, as the worst of sinners, that we can meet people where they are. And we come at this power under approach, not this power over approach. And I just feel like, man, I've just been in this season when where the Spirit is teaching me lessons. Because, you know, people are on this journey. They're in a process. And I might be enlightened about something that they're not yet, and they might be enlightened about something that I'm not yet, but we're all in this process, we're all in this journey together, so who am I to look down on them and say, oh my gosh, can you believe them, how could they blah, 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 I just can't stand them, blah, 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 how can I do that when I've got my own plank, where they could just as easily see that plank and think the same thing. But I wouldn't want them to cast that kind of judgment on me either. But if we continually are going back and forth with this anger and contempt uh, for for one another, how are we ever going to be unified as one body of the Lord? How are we ever going to do that? So a little bit through the message from Joyce Meyer, I just said, I, I just asked the Lord to just help me to get something out of this message and not prejudge the people that are there and pray that they get something out of it too. And you know, Joyce Meyer spoke about the uh, the subject of jealousy, and man, it was a really, really good message. Like it was really good, really needed. I, I can't imagine that uh most people wouldn't get something out of that message from that sermon. I mean, that was really good. I I I got something myself. Um and I, th- I think anyone that listens would get something out of it. it. It was just a really good message, and so it taught me again that God is accommodating to the areas that we lack in our knowledge, that we lack in truth, because our minds are so finite. We just do not see things clearly. It's we're looking through this glass with these with with dim eyes. We are. We can't see it clearly because of our human nature. It's holding us back. But but God is stooping down to our level. He's coming down. He's stooping down to our level. Something that he did throughout the Old Testament, throughout the New Testament, and he's what he's still doing today. It's called accommodation. It's divine accommodating. He's accommodating to the areas that we lack in pushing us slowly, without coercion, towards where He wants us to be. But if we know that God has that kind of patience with us, someone that who knows where all the truth is, He knows that for sure, 100% where truth is, He can see it, He is it, and if He can have that love and patience and mercy with us, how can we, who Do not see that full truth. How can we act any different? I mean, we know that we're flawed. And and Jesus, who had no flaw, he was perfect. He had no sin. Yet, he came as someone willing to be a servant and willing to die. And that's how we know what Christ looks like the the way christ is on the cross that's who christ is that's who he is to lay his life down for his friends to lay his life down for his enemies he's laying his life down for his entire creation and so if we follow that we take up our own cross and we don't prejudge we don't judge where people are in their walk with the lord we can uh, come into a place of discipleship once we get to know people and really know them and know how to speak to what their struggles are. But until then, um, man, we are the worst of sinners. And, and, and because God is accommodating us, we need to be willing to think of other people as God accommodating them too and love them, have mercy on them, forgive them, in the same way that God is forgiving them and having mercy on them and loving them. Because we want it for ourselves, and so we need to give it to others. So if we're going to have that tight-knit community, a body of, of believers unified to do the work of the Lord, to bring the kingdom of heaven down to this earth, man, we have to... Live according to the way Jesus would ask of us. And that means there's no judgment. And if we disagree, we disagree. We have to be unified. We have to. I mean, this is so important. Um, so, yeah, I hope, hope it, uh, you know, just talking about it really did something for me. I hope it did something for you too. Reflect on it a little bit more, you know, reach out to me on Facebook or, or Twitter. Um, and just, you know, if you have any comments about this particular subject, um, I would love to love to hear from you. Um, that's just something that I've been thinking about a lot lately and, uh, I needed to get it out, uh, into this podcast. So you guys have a great week. Thank you all for tuning in to the King's Kid podcast. If you don't mind, please subscribe and then go to wayhousemedia.com for some other content. Thanks again.